This goes on forever. <clears throat> oh my god, it's a movie star. It's beautiful hair. Thank you. And a crazy manicure. <clears throat> Are we live? Turn this off. Why? Because it's too long. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. It's part Welcome. of the charm. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, honest to God, that, that that guitar solo becomes so brilliant later on when it just sounds so much like the dead. I, I, this is, I can't hear it anymore. I don't want to. All right. All right. Hey, welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I am a host. I am a merp. I'm with two other merps and hosts, John Sylvain and Cassandra Cardenas. Um, it's really star. a pleasure to be here with you. It's really great to, to be back. We were all busy last week, and I was out of town the week before. I don't know what's going on. Uh, what did we? Was I out of town the week before? I don't remember. Uh, it's I don't, I don't really remember either. In the words of some band from the 90s, it's been a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cassandra, what, what, what's that one band? Everything I can remember. Nice. Oh. Um, Who's that? I don't know. Oh. There's no way to find out either, which is crazy. Yeah, there's not, not a way to find out. Um, We're on Zoom. We are on Zoom. I... There's some weird noise that's coming from my computer that's a piece of shit, but it plays games, so I'm not happy with it. Uh, if you want to join in the conversation, co- come to Twitter at uh, Nooner Podcast and tweet the fuck at us. Is that a thing? I don't know. Tweet uh, the fuck at us? Yeah, tweet the fuck at us. It is now. It is. Um, so we're going to, you know, I, I realize it's been a while since I've actually hosted one. So I, I thought I would bring it back a little old school and just talk about some news. I'm going to break it up uh, I'm, uh, throughout the show. Uh, but I just want to start with, it, it's been a really, really depressing time in the past few weeks. So I'm kind of glad we haven't had a podcast because it's <coughs> not been so, so much fun things to talk about. Um, the big thing that's going on right now, well, there are a ton of big things, I guess, but one of the things is, is the, uh, gun, gun regulation, um, after yeah. a string of how many mass shootings have we had? This how many year? days has it been? This year? Yeah. I mean, 30 something this year. No, uh-huh. no mass shootings. Yeah. There have been mass shootings is defined by the FBI as more than two people killed. At once, and there have been more uh, mass shootings than there are days in the year so far. There's been over 250. Holy shit. But we haven't had, I mean, we don't, you know, most of the time, two people get killed. It doesn't make the news. But we've had, just in the last month, we've had um, what, uh, what we would call mass shootings, which is basically like five or six people randomly killed. So a mass shooting... Yeah, you know, but could, you know, could be could be like a gang shooting, could be a mass shooting, and they problem, don't count those. The big problem is trans people using the wrong bathroom. Or That's what causes most mass shootings. Yeah, yeah clearly, drag that, queens. That and people uh, 
having abortions. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I and it all comes down to and and I, we've talked about this before, and and I really believe it's just people who like owning big boomsticks, you know. Like the, what do you think that's what it's like? What that, that's what causes the mass shootings? No, no, that's or, what, that what that's what the resistance is to uh gun regulation. You think it's just because I think that the gun regulation resistance is actually um part of uh sort of the misinformation world where people people like to have their hunting rifles and stuff. That's that's a lot of gun owners and they yeah, they don't want those taken sense. away, but they and they think that um, uh, e- even just a tiny bit of gun regulation will quickly lead to the Democrats taking all their guns. And then we'll turn into a giant child porn company. The United States will be right. the United States of America porn company. Like a, a, a porn police state. Uh, yeah. And so it, it's, it's, I, it seems to me that it's real paranoia. That's, and, and, and the NRA, I mean, the, the, the right to bear arms is uh, never... This is a new phenomenon, just like the, the anti-abortion uh, thing back, you know, if you go back to like 1970 or even 1975, right before the, the uh, evangelicals were like, no, oh, abortion, it's not that big a deal. They didn't talk about it. They didn't think about it. They didn't think it was a sign of the apocalypse. It's been politicized. It's all politicism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, Samantha B. Her team did an, a great thing where they went to the NRA con- NRA convention that happened uh, last weekend. Yeah, and Amy Hogg uh, asked people if they knew what the Second Amendment said, and you know, yeah, they of course they could have cherry picked it. I I don't know. I didn't see all the footage, but they did find a, a good group of people who had no idea what the fuck it said, and owned up to that. Um, but and you, it's not very long. It's it's isn't it just the right to bear arms? No, uh, yeah, I mean, in a well-regulated militia. Yeah. So it's, it's, Cong- it's, it's, it's his Congress shall make no law, which is what all the. Yeah. Uh, uh, first, the first uh, amendment of the uh, amendments, the Bill of Rights. And the, the meat of it is a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And. Huh. People over the years, um, various courts and lawyers and whatnot, have picked and choose what they decided to focus on. Um, and so right now they ignore the, the you know the the Supreme Court and um, I, I, was it Miller? I guess it was in two thousand eight. Uh, they ignore the well reg- regulated part, and and that is a very really vague term. And I don't know. I'm really I'm really hung up on the past tense of pick and choose that you used. Picked and choosed. Picked and chosen. Chip. Picked and chosen. 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 Pucked and chose. Pucked and chose. So I, I don't know if you guys have an opinion about what well regulated means, but don't you think that's at least up for debate? Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean. The whole, the whole. I mean, the First Amendment. If you, if you're really a originalist like the crazy uh, 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 conservatives are, it really meant that when people should have guns so that they o- can overturn the government, right? If they need to. If they need to. So therefore, either 
everybody should have the right to own a bazooka and a tank and an anti-aircraft uh, battery in their backyard and a, and a jet and a nuclear weapon. <clears throat> or it can be regulated um, and, and it should be organized in such a way that, uh, I mean, the whole purpose of it is not to so that everybody can go around killing everybody. No, no, it, but you want to have the right to kill everybody. You know, I, I, yeah, but the gun, guns don't kill people. People with guns kill people, right? Right. So yeah. guns make it a lot easier to kill people. They do have mass killings or they have rampages in countries that have gun regulations, but they, they get short-circuited very fast because it's, you know, stopping someone who's got a knife is not as hard as stopping someone with a, uh, an assault weapon. And the assault weapons were not in the minds of the founding fathers. Well, they they, they, they barely had rifles. Yeah, yeah. They just uh, invented rifles. Yes, and and before it that, took a minute and a half to load them. Uh, yes, exactly for one shot. Um, yeah, and the idea that it's necessary for the security of a free state is a, a little crazy, right? Um, well, you know what I heard on talk uh, conservative talk radio in Florida once that. Um, you know that why the uh, the Russians never uh, uh, invaded the United States? Why? It wasn't, it wasn't because of our uh, uh, nuclear deterrent. It was because Joe Bob has guns. Oh, I thought it was trans fats, but okay. I thought that was supposed to be a joke. Which part? Yeah, in I my country, you're, you're hoping for the funny while yeah. we talk about all yeah. this serious shit. Well, I kind of because I hate this. I know, yeah. I know, I, it, but it is hard to. It it really put me down, like sure, for like a dog, a long time. Um, you know, after 2016, the U.S. was ranked uh, by this is a research group uh, sponsored by the Economist. That's a big liberal rag, right, John? Is that the Economist? Yeah, I thought the Economist was like, is that in England or yeah, is that? It's in England. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a news magazine. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't read it in 20 years because they invented the internet. <laughs> right. right. It is fairly conservative. Um, is it? Well, I mean, not, I don't think, think it's... Um, I don't think that they would say they were conservative, but it's not some sort of agenda-driven... Like It's not no New York Times. Um, but they ranked the U.S. after 2016 as a flawed democracy. So, mm -hmm. And we fell down to 26th in the world in 2021... Uh, we we fall right behind Spain and Chile, mm -hmm. and and in terms of democracy, in terms of the the, the freedom, uh, the amount of free democracy that we have, uh, Chile free democracy. Yeah, Chile. They their gun ownership is ten percent of what our gun gun ownership is. Just for uh, just for reference. Um, so you're saying there's no correlation between gun ownership and freedom? Well, and, and, and this is since 2016, or actually we've fallen since 2006. Uh, we've uh -huh. had a steady decline and the assault weapons ban, and this is, you know, correlation does not mean causation, but the assault weapons ban was lifted in t 2004. So uh, it just, whatever, like, Freeing those guns did not improve democracy. Let's just say that. At least there's no indication of that. Okay. Yeah. It, it's frustrating. I don't, know, I don't know what to say about it. I just, I, I think that all the pundits and, um, are, are saying good They couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. All the pundits and all the king's pundits. Yeah. 
I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you guys have big gun lovers in your lives, in your families or whatever? <laughs> in New Hampshire, live free or die? Big gun lovers. My mom's a sniper. She's a sniper? Uh-huh. What picked do you mean? Up she picked up like sharp snipe sniper hobby. Really? She like, likes to past. shoot things from far away. She has a sniper rifle and she really? like yeah. And she does sniping. What is she really? Well, she, yeah. She's SEAL team boomer. She's That's full awesome. I guess. She but she like loves guns. Well, let me rephrase. She likes her sniper rifle, and I think she has handgun also. But I don't think that she likes the AR-15. Uh, um, where's the grace in that? To, you know, she just likes to sharpshoot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, do you have a That's, New York Times T-shirt on, Cassandra? I do. And, oh, and you have an "I voted" sticker. Oh my God! Because I did. Go away. Um, nice. How you know who ne- neglected to vote today. Uh, you didn't vote, that bro. Guy, that guy over there. Why didn't you vote, bro? Uh, I'm a bad citizen. Oh, God damn! You only had like fucking a month or so. My ballot's been sitting in the hutch yeah, for I weeks, but I I turned it in right at the buzzer today. I did the yeah, pinko liberal I, thing and I uh, mailed it in. Oh, you didn't even drop it off at a library at a box? No, I just put it in the mail a month ago. <laughs> wow. Man, that shit took a long time to figure out. Like there was so many people and Ew, like people. things to like which judge do I am I supposed to like? And like I don't like the LA Times very much, so Did you I didn't watch really. The, the, they're dancing with the stars. The clip show on online for the judges. What? What? That's how you you gauge them. You know how well they. Who? How well oh, they the judges? Them. Yeah, Those are, they're different judges, Marty. Oh shit! Yeah, but yeah. they have the same. Uh-huh. How, how do you figure out what judge? I I often leave it blank because it's just so mysterious. I just kind of like I there's like a thing that the LAist puts out and it's like voters edge is what it's called. And so they break down who specifically endorses specific people and uh-huh. who, you know, so like that was a little helpful, I think, yeah. you know, like and then there are some people who got endorsed by like four different newspapers and then their two competitors didn't get endorsed by anybody. And I was like, okay, well I guess I'll just right. do that. that. Or if sense. there's, if I'm feeling split, like I can look into their policies a little bit, but also I mean a lot of, oh. at least for Los Angeles County, a lot of people Wait, so kind of hold the same beliefs. Who did you vote for for assistant librarian? There's no there the librarian wasn't up this, this year. Is there a city librarian that well, gets no, elected? Just an assistant librarian. Um, really? Yeah. The, the, are you making the this head up? librarian you... is, is appointed, but the assistants are elected. Did you vote for Gavin Nuisance again? Nuisance. That's that's funny. Or, uh, as my future um, parents-in-law like to call him, Nusselini. Oh, uh, how, what, what's their gun inventory like? None. I don't know. All right. Um, do they live in San Diego? Yeah. 
Nice. Um, they have a, do they own an aircraft carrier? No. Yes, they do. The USS Mazda. Um, oh God, Are we so boring tired. you, Cassandra? Seriously. I got my root con- my I had to push my root canal to today. And, and you have it today? And you yeah. had a hair appointment. So you, yeah, which I didn't get my hair dried I, because That's why I don't recognize you at all. I didn't I didn't get my hair dried so that I would have time to get here How to my Zoom on your time. root canal. It was actually like not bad. Oh good. Yeah, they like numb the shit out of the side of my mouth and then it was like kind of chill. I mean, what must have been going on is probably fucked up. But like I didn't feel it. You'll feel it. Just tomorrow. listen to a book. All right, that's good. You know, when when I got my uh, horrific uh, dental surgery, it was made worse by the fact that the the dentist had these uh, goggles so you could watch a movie while he's tearing apart your mouth. And and I and the movie I chose to watch was Sin City, so I think that made the whole experience even worse. Oh, oh. Well, you should have watched Marathon Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, very dated uh, reference. Is it safe? Um, so, yeah, you, Cassandra, were busy last week because, well, you, you two were both working, but Cassandra, I mean, not to malign your work, John, but... No, go ahead, you can. Uh, Cassandra, uh, your work sucks. Uh, yeah. Cassandra, what were you working on? Good one. Good one, Marty. I was in a commercial. In what? a couple commercials, yeah. Wait, a, a couple? I booked two spots. Wait. Oh, you did? Uh, for mm-hmm. the same product or different products? Same product. Nice. Awesome. One will, be, one will be in the United States. The other one will air in Mexico. Uh, and, nice. you know, Spanish-speaking areas of the United States, I think. Oh, nice. Did you do it in Spanish? Uh-huh. Wow. You're multilingual. Uh, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so that'll be cool. I don't know when that's going to start airing. Hopefully soon, and hopefully it airs over. And over. And over. And over. And over. And over. And over and over again. And over and over again. So for those sweet residuals. So could you explain to those listeners at home why that would be good for you? Marty should. He's the I've never booked a national before. Marty's Marty's the king of uh I would use well no. I was I did have a good run for several years. Um so what happens if your commercial gets shown over and over again? It it you get on a national commercial, you get residuals. So, what is what does that mean? Is that, it sounds like something that you'd want to wash off. Basically, the um, ABC, if they're showing a a football game, yeah, I don't know if they still have football on ABC, but but back in the day, they no, used, they never have ever. It's never been on on ABC uh, except Mon- college Monday Night Football. Yes. Okay, you'd, okay, <laughs> jerk. Um, but then they have to like when they show a commercial, they have to pay for it. And that's how advertisers make money, or average, um, that's how that not. Uh, that's no, no, not, no, not how that's it works at all. Advertisers <laughs> pay money, and they pay them to the the networks, and the networks yeah. also have to pay the actors because for every time that the um, it gets shown, they're diluting your sort of effectiveness as an actor, you know. As a face. As a they're face. diluting your face. Yeah. They're using your likeness. Yes. yes. So every time they use your likeness, they have to pay a little bit of money. And this is uh, according to the union. This is the, the Screen Actors Guild and SAG-AFTRA. And yes. If you do a non-union commercial, this is not what happens. No. You just get paid a couple thousand dollars and then they use the shit out of your likeness they and you do don't what's get called paid. a buyout 
right? Is that what it's yes. called? Yeah. Your likeness uh, reduces in value. Um, Does your face kind of erode a little bit? Or uh, I mean, it depends on who you are. If you're Marty in a bounty commercial, it seems like he's off the rose. Seems like he came out of that okay. But if you're Stephanie Courtney, uh, better known as Flo, yeah, yeah, Flo, yes, she, you know, she you can come like in a bandit. Yeah, she. I mean, but she can't. Hi, she's not really acting anymore. You know. She can't do something else, but she no. probably is as an exclusive. Oh, no, she has done other things as well. No, she's not, I mean, not advertising wise, but she's done acting roles. You know, she's, she and Bob Odenkirk are friends. They've, they've done movies together and she was, did a guest star on House. And, but, but I think, I think that guy who does, what comes to mind is the guy who plays Mayhem on those uh, uh, commercials. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, who was on 30 Rock. Right, and Oz. He's had a whole ass career. Yeah, yeah, but I think that I think that he'd have more of a career if he wasn't that guy. I really I do. I don't think oh, so, dude. No, 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 no. He actually like Thirty Rock really kind of saved him. Uh, he had a lot of health problems that uh, kind of hampered his career. Uh, and, really? Was yeah. it because he kept on falling through windows and stuff on those commercials? Um, he's yeah. He has he has some health problems. I don't. I mean, you can look it up if you want, but uh, I don't want to. I want to talk about it and make fun of him. Uh, well, no, you don't want to make fun of him. He's gone through no. a lot, yeah. So, uh, and basically, wow, he he really was grateful to to um, Tina Fey for putting him on on that show, and and that led to the uh, or I don't know which one came first, but anyhow, like it what? Really helped him the the commercials, the State Farm is that not not State Farm? What it's was, progressive. Progress- or, right? No, no, no. Aggressive. but um, insurance is the way to go. I think that's the the take home is that if you want yeah, all there's so much commercials for, for insurance. Yeah, it's like insurance, drugs, and cars. You've got J.K. Simmons doing State Farm. You've got um, Aaron Rodgers. An Emu doing uh, LMU, yeah. uh, Liberty Mutual. Yeah, uh, everybody's trying. And Geico has like every other commercial on TV is for a Geico commercial. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I would happily do that, um, to be, you know, half of what Flo does or a quarter of what Flo does because Stephanie, well, for, first of all, she's one of the funniest performers I've ever seen and, uh, and she make she's doing great, you know? I mean, that's amazing that you get to make a great living at being an actor. Yep. Yeah. All state. Allstate. Allstate. There, yeah. Yes, that's what it is. And, Allstate. And then you've got Dennis Haysbert as Allstate doing Allstate as well. So No, that's State Farm. No. Or there's Jake from State Farm. Right. Jake from State Farm. I right. That's a different thing. Haysbert, Allstate. Do any, okay. any of those, but I, I did do one where on the day they were going to shoot, uh, I, I might have talked about this, but they shot like they were going to shoot 12 commercials and uh, it was for IBM and it was a huge thing. And they hired you booked 12 spots. Well, no, they they were going to give they had like 12 actors or so, 10 actors, and they were going to give each of them like three or four spots. And they were going to just sort of cycle, like put mix and match them. And then, so I was super excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to get like three or four spots on one day. And basically, for every spot, you get 
like you have a day rate of I think back then it was seven hundred and sixty eight bucks. And so it's still like seven hundred and twelve yeah, bucks, I think. Yeah. So I would have made four day rates in one day and like that would have been huge for me back then. And then on top of that, then you make the residuals uh for the, the four spots. And then the ad people got together and they're like, you know what? And the idea was like, it's like a bunch of people around a table and they're like inventors and they're showing off weird inventions or whatever. So they decided, no, we're just going to have a committee of four people and then the rest of you come in one by one. And so those four people who were also supposed to do four spots, they all, all of a sudden get to do 12 spots and the, everybody else just got one spot. Damn. And then those four people then got to, that became a campaign where they, you know, uh, they got to do, uh, go to the Caribbean and shoot stuff and then do other stuff. And that was like Eric Stone Street was in that group. And I hated that guy after that. No, he was, he was completely funny and polite and nice, but I hated him still. Nonetheless, because I'm a jealous motherfucker. They probably made a lot of money. Yeah, he made a lot of money off that. And then he made even more when he went on to some show. I can't remember what it was. but um, million modern, seasons. Yeah. Family. For those of you who are paying attention. Well, I can't tell you what the product is, but it's not insurance. All right. Well, congratulations. I hope they treated you well. They did. It was actually a lot of fun. I think I, you know, I liked it a lot. I'm like, I, I like I like filming commercials. Uh, and to, yeah. To be fair, I've had so much luck uh, doing commercials. Um, so after 18 months, if they decide to keep running your commercial, they have to renegotiate it. Uh, and mm -hmm. because the idea is they, they are trying to promote advertising, advertising agencies to create more and more content. Uh, so they keep all their actors working. So if Please. you... Uh, okay. The union is is pushing this. So, uh, okay. after eighteen months. Uh, if you they want to keep airing it, they have to renegotiate your contract, which means they have to basically um, pay you a shitload of money, and then on top of that, pay uh, a bunch of residuals. So, you know, at, there are times when they're like, "Hey, it's still this commercial still working. We don't want to have to go through all the rigmarole and and expensive of coming up with a new campaign and and paying money." So they'll just re-up it. And then, so they're, they're like Southwest commercials that ran forever. Like um, that guy running through the urinals and th that ran for years and years and years. And, and our, friend, our friend Jay, he was in a, one that ran for years. And I got lucky and got one that ran for years. So like one day of work, uh, like ran for three, three years, four and a half years. And so, and they pay you a buttload of money to when they give you the renegotiation and it goes up and up the, every time they, they re up it. So, um, and I think, you know, this is also in response to like, I don't know how many oldsters there are out there. Uh, life cereal had Mikey, um, that they, he was a, a commercial. It was one commercial that ran for years and years and years. And I'm sure that he did not make the money that I made on that one Xerox commercial where you could barely see me. So, um, so it, it's weird because you feel like I can't believe I made so much money off of one commercial, but then you think of all the other shit that you did that you didn't get paid, uh, very much for, you got cut out of, or, and all the time you spent on the road going at five o'clock to Santa Monica to some stupid 
callback that you just sit around and and sweat, you know, in traffic. Yeah. So it, I think I earned it. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And John, how how is everything in your world? I just had my uh, college reunion. Uh, the, it was a uh, college reunion. Your tenth. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It was my tenth. Yale. Yes, it was Yale. We're here. No, it was in New Haven, Connecticut, the armpit of uh, New England. Um, Why didn't you go, Marty? Because he's the not in the same year. class. He's much younger than I am. Oh. You can tell by looking at him. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, I had a, I had a really fantastic time. It was probably a super spreader event, but uh, it was worth it. Um, but I came up with a uh, I I have added to my theory of aging. I noticed uh, a couple. So the older you get, the more frail you become. No, no, no. It's I think that there are stages. I think that once once you know, as as children, we grow. Um, gradually right but then there are moments of of transition you know like the difference between a 12 year old and a 14 year old is often very startlingly different and then a 14 year old to an 18 year old is, is you know the freshman in high school and the seniors it changes quite a bit and i think that continues based on because i went to my 25th anniversary uh, re reunion and i could recognize people it was like they hadn't cha changed a lot, but they hadn't changed that much uh -huh. from college. Last time I saw them, they were 21. And then 25 years later, they're whatever. 21 plus 25 is 46. Right. Yeah, that's right. 46. Right. And they they're recognizable between 46 and 56. Something happens to almost everybody that is really, really startling. Everybody was looking down at everybody's name plans. Nobody could recognize anybody. And then at the same time, I saw people from the, the 50th, there, you know, who were on, on campus for the 50th, and they didn't look that much older than, like, a 70-year-old. Like, I, I think in, in 15 years, I'll be 70, and I don't think I'm going to look that much older. I'm just old now, right? I'm, I've become an old man. And then I'll be old until I become elderly. Geriatric. Yeah, or decrepit. There's a, it'll be another stage. It'll, but it won't happen until I'm like 77. And then all of a sudden, I'll be like, holy shit. So and we, when we did, noticed this. Yeah. Did you have, when did you have the realization like, holy shit, I'm old in my 50s? Well, I, I I haven't had it really for me. I just went to the my oh, reunion and noticed that everybody else, else yeah. was yeah. was old and hideous, and I thought maybe there's something to what Steve's been saying about me all this time no, that no, I am old and hideous. Them. It's about them, not about yeah, you. about them. What? Yeah, it's not it's not about you. It's about them. They look old and hideous. You look fantastic. They look, and but I think, and, and I have to say, I think this mostly applies to white people. Sure. Uh, the Asian people and the black people all look gorgeous. How dare still. you? I'm just saying. I don't it, know. I'm losing hair. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing, Marty. You say I'm losing hair. Look at that full head of hair that you have. Now, I think that maybe, you know, maybe I think that when you get to be 65, you'll start to look old. But I started to look old when I was like 50. You know, uh, what I'm saying might be completely that. racist, but I'll stand behind it. Yeah. I think white people are hideous. 
Yeah. You agree, Cassandra? I get Botox to avoid it. But you're oh. not white. Well, I mean, I come from a long line of conquerors. So Wait, I am white. Did you say you get Botox or you will get Botox? I get it. Oh. I just get a little on my forehead every once in a while. Oh. Little little kiss of death. Yeah. It's not a kiss of death. Bit, just a little bit of the plague. Just a little bit of poison to give it a wrinkles. Oh my god, it's like a chalkboard. It's so smooth. It's like all the actresses do. They let the crow's feet happen. Sorry, I've got I'm playing with a roll of painter's tape. They get the crow's feet, they let that happen because yeah. it's like aging gracefully. But that forehead could ice skate on it. So who Who's doing it right? Because everybody says that Nicole Kidman is grotesque. I don't think she's grotesque. Grotesque. Reese Witherspoon looks great. And but and she does it. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. How old is Reese Witherspoon now? Uh, probably like forty-eight. Something. Forty-six. Forty-six. Jennifer really... Aniston looks okay sometimes. Jennifer Aniston looks pretty great. They pull. I mean, the morning show. I mean, it, uh, morning show. Ugh, don't get me started. I've only seen the first season. Don't, don't, you know. Don't spoil it. It's already, it, it was pre-spoiled. Is it not good? It is, it is very well done, but I feel like so the. Are you saying that just because my sister directed an episode? No, don't I don't think spoil it, it. I think it's very well directed and very well acted. And the writing of every scene is good. It just seems like the scenes are like long scenes in which um, the crazy, it's like crazy twists and turns happen within the conversation so that people are talking about one thing at the beginning of this long, well-acted, well-written conversation. And then at the end, they're talking about something completely different. And yet their characters don't remain, like don't act on those conversations. So there's no dynamics. They don't. They don't change. Well, right. Exactly. The the characters don't seem to be changed by these long ass conversations. Or if they do, it's really un- implausible. Um, and it's just very. It's and and the motivation. You know, Reese Witherspoon is playing this character who is acting like she's a idealistic twenty one year old. She has the ideas of a, you know. I'm going to be that crusade. I have to be me. I have to be honest. I have to be me. But then she's got, but she has this opportunity to basically be on the Today Show and she takes it and that she's rankling against the constraints of, because she has to be me, but she sort of does it for like two years. Has she ever? It's still rankling against. What are you talking about again? The morning show. Never mind. Oh, uh, did I not say no spoilers? I, I, I'm talking about like the first season. I haven't seen much more than the first season. Has she ever played a bad person? Jennifer Aniston? Reese Witherspoon. A bad no. person? I think that the, her character in Little File, Fires Everywhere might be a bad person. Oh, I don't know. she was a very bad person. But oh. she didn't know she was a bad person. Well, she wasn't an yeah. evil genius. She was just a white lady. And like if I w- It was kind of close to her character in Big Little Lies. That's why I didn't watch it. Because Big Little Lies was awesome, but like it was kind of like... Ugh. Big Little Lies and Little Fires Everywhere are two different things. Yeah. Uh, they oh. seem the same to me, but it it if I had her her like sort of power, 
I would want to play like assholes and evil people. Like, have, but you have so you seen fun. her with her chin? She can't play an evil person. It's too cute. I don't know. It's, Why not just play shit that you know you're going to be good in and that, like it's fun for you? You don't have to play it like yeah, evil Marty. All the time. Here's well, I think career, like, career. Otherwise, she, what if she does a bad job? Then everyone's like, wow, Reese Witherspoon's really blowing her fucking is, money. Like, I shitty think it movies. would be fun to play an evil person. And and I and I lament that uh, Tom Cruise, I mean, Tom Hanks won't play a, a broad comedy anymore. After Bachelor Party or whatever. <laughs> I mean, he's like after so after funny. Lady Killers. Well, I guess that. Well, no, I said comedy. Um Oh, I heard that that Elvis movie that came out is like not doing good. Yeah, it, it it came out. I think it's out. I don't know. We'll never know. I heard it's not like very. Oh no, no, it's not out yet. But it's playing. What? So is it good or not? You know. Yeah. Oh, it's got eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe it is Bad good. Anyways, good filmmaker. Crazy shit though about the guy who's starring in it, Austin Butler. So, Austin Butler used to be just like some, you know, CW fucking one of those kinds of guys, Uh right? Like on Riverdale kind of thing and Supergirl or whatever. Carrie Diaries. Oh, uh, yeah. These Uh kinds of things. Anyways, so he was just like a normal guy and he was like, I'm Austin Butler. Hello. You know, like whatever. Yeah. Okay. So now that he spent two years immersed in this Elvis character, his interviews and stuff. Now he like, he hasn't dropped Elvis. He hasn't dropped Elvis. No. Is there any sort of mitigating circumstances? Like we can give him a pass because he's originally from Kentucky or something like that. Uh, I don't know, but he definitely is like slower. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like well, uh, just Elvis? he like he's Al- like Elvis is on the podcast. I embodied this character for two years, and yeah, and then like he like got taken to the hospital after he rapped. He got taken to the hospital for pills. No, for he, peanut butter and bacon sandwich. He got he went he got diagnosed with something similar to appendicitis, but he was just like my body just started shutting down after I rapped, baby. Well, the reason he has an accent is because he's he was born in Anaheim. Uh huh. So was I. I don't have an accent. <laughs> well, you just did just now. Oh shit. Yeah. Did, Anyways, did, it's did, just like I thought that was kind of weird that like he like. Listen to this. Listen it. to this story from uh, uh, IMDb. He was what when he was thirteen. He was walking around at the Orange County Fair and was approached by a representative from a background acting management company. Whoa, that sounds like something happened that was doesn't really ever happen. Hey, hey, little boy, you want to be hey. an extra? <laughs> Would you like to be an extra on a Disney Channel show? I'm from <laughs> Central Casting, baby. Come into this trailer and I'll show you some ways to act. I mean, I'll buy you a fried Oreo. I think that's happened for so many actors like throughout the ages, most of whom we'll never know about. You know, yeah, because they were uh, eaten by Buffalo Bill, a background acting management company. No, exactly. That's what I mean. Like the the there are predators out there who just are just like scum. You know, Um, Colton (gasps) Haynes. He had a really interesting 
like uh, Ascension. So who? Colton Haynes. He's he just uh, was in. He was in Teen Wolf, I think, um, or maybe not. I don't know. Okay. He was in Arrow. Um, yeah, he was in Teen Wolf. He was in Arrow, uh, and he was. He grew up in the in Kansas, <laughs> and like he had no skills and he he was like oh i'm i look i have people say i have good looks so i'm gonna go um become a model and at the age of like when he was a teenager he became a um an abercrombie and fitch model even though he's short like he's like five eight or something like that five Five, eight is short uh fuck you and the horse you rode i know i know but that that is the thing and and the thing is it's so, five nine, and yes, it's okay. short. If, Sorry, you, John, if you're I'm listed short. on, Fuck! if you're listed okay. on IMDb as five nine, you're five six. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm listed on IMDb as I'm not listed on IMDb. I didn't put my. I I couldn't. So he they would he they wouldn't would, accept it. He would go to auditions with lifts in and, uh, and he had, he's gay, and basically he the casting director said you're too gay. And so he had to go to an acting coach and like to get rid of his like supposedly gay lisp. He had to like talk with like post-its on his tongue. And really? Yeah. I mean, that this is this is according to him. This is not um, uh-huh. according to anything else. Uh, this is from him. And that's how he basically created a a business for himself. Uh, and that's how he got out of poverty and and became you know exploited his good looks it's a so, weird thing okay so what you put a post-it on your tongue and you can get rid of a lisp well he had to work at it i sound straight now yeah it's like so the idea was like if you can talk without a lisp with a post-it on your tongue then you can talk without a lisp without a post-it in your mouth Okay, I get it. Yes, queen. Yeah, yes, 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 queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Slay, mama. Purse first. <laughs> You're speaking words I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so I was thinking about, I was watching this movie the other night called Irma Vep. Are you familiar with this film? Called I didn't know it was a movie. I, it was a play, a uh, two-person play that uh, they did at the Empty Space in Seattle. I never saw it. But it's, oh. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think this is based on the play. Um, really? I don't think so. Uh, it's, it's a pretty... It's from 1996. It's a French film that has a Hong Kong actress in it. Uh, and it's about the remake of... The, I mean, it's a very French small film that had... A, it's on Hulu. It's on, it's on it's on HBO Max and Hulu. I watch it on HBO Max, uh, and the director, this guy uh, Denis something or other, um, he um, he redid that as a miniseries that just came out on Monday uh, on HBO Max with Alicia Vikander. Um, but it's it's a really it's a really cool film, um, and it's like small. It's it's just it's like this little episodic thing. But it made me think like, uh, while I was watching, I was just thinking like, this could never be made now. 
um, like nothing's going on. It's really charming and cool and slick and uh, but the the way they shot it with all handheld these super long takes um, and it it's not like catchy you just sort of immerse yourself in it and nothing really happens but to me it, it had a weird cult following that in 1996 I didn't see it I wish I had because I love the actress uh, but I finally saw it last night and it made me think like okay are it qualifies as what we would call a cult film. Um, and first of all, I want to know what your definition of a cult film is. And if you, if they're cult films that you indulge in, I, I think given that there are so many avenues of distribution now, the idea, like when I grew up, like a cult film was like a weird video a VCR box, a video cassette box in the corner that was gathering dust. <coughs> Nobody watched. And you're like, oh, this is weird. It's Liquid Sky. That sounds cool. And you bring it home not knowing anything about it and you watch it and your mind is blown. Um, I don't know what, y what y you know, you, John, you came from the 30s. Uh, Cassandra, you came for decades after me. Uh, what What is your definition of a, of a cult I film? I think a cult film is just something that a, like a lot of people like and swear by i.e. a cult around a film oh, so that's very literal i like well that. I know, i'm no, pretty I like sure it. that's I like what's it. coming from yeah, yeah. so like mean girls is an example of a cult film because everyone like there's a people who is very dedicated and love the movie mean girls or my personal favorite film that I would say is a cult film is American Psycho or there's also like the craft, you know, things like that where it's like, that's a, like something that I think is everyone, like the, a lot of people are like, Oh, that's my favorite movie or I love that movie. Right. That movie is playing. I'm going to watch it. I, I go hard for that movie. I join a cult for that movie. Cult. Yeah. Film, uh, cult I, classic. I hear that. And at the same time, I feel like if something got a wide release, like a wide-ish release, then it doesn't feel quite as cultish because it, uh, for me, like the, the term cult film means that it's something that you have to seek out. Um, and and this, this is just, a, it's a very subjective thing. So I, I don't, um, I, I don't, think that your definition is wrong but like office space is one that like did not have a huge um a, a huge theatrical like imp impact but it had a huge following in the video world you know and that the, it gained cult following after that I yeah mean, i guess i think i cassandra i think your uh your definition is is uh is perfectly good, but I I I, disag I disagree with it. I but I think that I might be wrong. Um, but wrong. Uh, I think that a cult film is a film when you that is uh, either accidentally or on purpose breaks all the rules. It, it John, uh, have you moved closer to like the sun? No, I, I don't have a light. Um, in I took down my the light that I have in this room. All right. To, to use in my film that I made last two weeks ago, and I didn't put Wait, it back. So I'm being lit. You made a film two weeks ago. Yeah, I made a I made a movie. I made a short film. 
Wait, bury the lead. Okay, we'll come back to that. Go on. Yeah. So a cult film is a is a is a film like where you, when you watch it, you go, I can't fucking believe that a human being typed these words and then convinced some other people to make it like Rocky Horror or like Human show, Centipede. Human Centipede yeah. or uh, Forbidden Zone by. Um, uh, is it Danny Elfman? Who's well, the Danny guy who's Elfman. not knowing go been going go? What? Uh, no, it's, his brother produced it. I think um, Danny. Danny. Fanny. Fanny. Fanny Elfman. No, I. It, we we did a terrible version of it because uh, it's terrible yeah. at uh, a theatrical version at the theater or tiptoes. Um, tiptoes. Yes, ex- exactly. It's, something that is something that defies um, marketing efforts and critical. Pray, or, or critical, whatever. Uh, or critic critics. Critics. Or or, or uh, any kind of critical popular. gaze. Uh, it does. The Room is a perfect example of a cult film. Yeah. What? It should not work. The, the, it I'm should. Sorry, the witch. But people go see the Room. Um, what? <laughs> how do? You, how do? You, oh wait! I see what you're doing. Mm. I, was I so mean, yeah. Mm. I guess all of those mm. definitions mm. can be true because I'm just saying, like those big films that I named like Mean Girls and American Psycho like are still, I mean, I think they kind of end in your definition too. Well, I don't know about, I I don't know about Mean Girls, except I think it's more idiosyncratic than most coming of age movies. It has a huge following though. And like Heather's, I would say from my generation is similar to Mean Girls and has a, I've never seen Mean Girls, so I can't judge. Oh, really? There are not so many deaths in there. It's a good movie. You should go watch it. There's no, well, I'm my dead gay son in, in um, Mean Girls. No, I can't believe you haven't seen Mean Girls. There's a lot of things you won't believe if you knew them about me. (laughs) It says Mean Girls was released in 2004 and has since become a cult classic movie. Cult classic. I, I actually covered that when I worked for a film company, but I never saw it. Um, and I liked it. I thought it was good. The script. Cult film is a film with a cult following, obscure or unpopular with... Okay, it's all of this. It's all this. On, Everything to all together. It is a film with a cult following, which is what I said, comma, obscure, unpopular with mainstream audiences... And then, and often revolutionary or ironically enjoyed. Right. Uh, well, but Mean Girls, Mean Girls doesn't sort of fit the, the last part of that. I don't. I don't think. There's no irony in that. It's well, it's not. I mean, people well, it's revolutionary. Watching. It's defined as revolutionary. Okay. It's T- Tina Fey's first film. It started the Tina Fey revolution. It was a big part of it. The, and uh, the Fey revolution. Uh, Repo Man, I think, is a great cult film. Repo. Erase your head. Yeah, and there, there's. And please tweet in if you have thoughts about uh, cult films because yeah, it's pissing me off. You haven't seen Mean Girls. All right, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna go home and watch. I'm gonna watch it right now. Yeah, okay. and by the way, Tyson, Love Actually is not a fucking. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You shut the. Yes, it is because it people enjoy it ironically. No. what a fantastic example. Oh, it's the worst. It really is a good example. No, it's a cult. Bad, bad it's a cult film. film. Yes, it is. It's something that people, I'm not the only one, something that people watch every year at Christmas know, time. But, okay. It's like it's, Die Hard is that, too. It's every, every year on this podcast, it starts okay. right about now. It's the, so here's, it's the, the, Christmas so here's the question. What is the line between a guilty he pleasure and a cult film? What? A guilty pleasure and a cult film. There is none. 
Well, why do we have two terms? Yeah. No, no, no. There is. I mean, you can uh, like uh, a guilty pleasure is something. Actually, I think a guilty pleasure is something that's mainstream. That is not real. That is oh, so. You're right. So, love like, it could be my guilty pleasure to watch Titanic every time it's on. Right. But like, Titanic is an occult film. And you wouldn't want to tell anybody that you really love Titanic, because people would go, yeah. "What." I just don't think that there is the same room, the same room, room for for cult films now. What's wrong with you? Why are you talking like that? I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm trying to put words that you would understand out of my mouth. Uh, um, mean Girls is on Paramount Plus. No wonder it's a cult film. Yeah, <laughs> how dare you? Um, it was cheap, but uh, you no. open it up. My guilty pleasure is listening to Cassandra sing. <laughs> it's not something you want to get caught it's, doing. It's it's my masochistic pleasure. Uh, no, you have a you have a voice of an angel. I know. Yeah, I I just I I, th- I clerks. I know it's a burden, really. Isn't I know. it? Clerks yeah, is a cult film. Oh, of yes, course. Of and course. it is a burden being this talented because sometimes you just want to fucking leave LA and live a simple life. And then they could cast you in a fucking commercial just when you're just about to give up acting. <laughs> and yeah, and then and then like you know that it would just be easier to leave, but then everyone's like, "But you can't. You can't. Have you not been because you've got the voice of that, an angel and you're too talented. Yeah, you're too talented." What was the? What if Judy Garland had, had given up before she became famous? She'd probably still be alive. Well, she became famous when she was twelve. So. Was there a part? Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, she was she very was successful yeah. as a as a sister act on vaudeville. I mean, oh. she she made Wizard of Oz when she was sixteen. Yeah, and she was already. She's, like doped out on on all sorts of drugs. Well, she they made they made her make three movies that year. She had to keep going. Yeah, Mickey. Mickey had a very, very tight schedule that he needed to keep. The no, she did actually. Uh, well, Mickey Rooney was the number one movie star in that in that era. So uh, um, I don't think uh, uh, Babes in Toyland came out the same year and was made the same year as Wizard of Oz, and that made them both big stars. Wizard of Oz was actually made lost money the first time it came out. So These are all things that nobody cares about. But I was there. <laughs> like I'm looking at uh, a list here, just a random list. A Clockwork Orange is not a cult film. Why not? Because it it, it was they they spent a lot of money on it, and it no. Well. I thought it doesn't that the, the, how much money was spent on it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, but I don't think it was it was critically savaged or it, I don't think it, it was watched ironically. It was just a, Jesus. It was a dark movie. That uh, like a dark movie doesn't mean it's a cult film. What is more of a cult film, Clerks or Dogma? Clerks. Dogma. 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 Dogma is Chime one of the best movies Nooner. ever made. Dogma is definitely in. One of Kevin Smith's best movies, in my opinion. I think it's one of the best movies ever. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch it right after I watch me. I'm gonna be up all night watching movies. Why? Cool. <laughs> I, I think Dogma is better than Clerks. Is personally, of, is it because of Dan Etheridge? But why is Dogma better than yeah. a great movie? Because it's because Dan it Etheridge. deals with the big topics of 
of life and death and, and faith. And it has Matt Damon in wings. And it, it made me question my sexuality. Alan Rickman. Has Alan Rickman and Dan Etheridge. What other movie yeah. can has Alan Dan Etheridge is in Dogma? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he plays a preacher. Uh, so is there... Okay. Oh. What's Kevin Smith's... Na- top, name your top three Kevin Smith movies. <gasps> dogma, and, dogma, in no dogma. particular order, I'm going Dogma, Red State, and... Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Dogma, Chasing Amy, and Clerks because those are the ones I've seen. Don't tell anybody I said that. Kevin Smith movies. No, I think there's other. I liked. Um, I liked uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. That was cute. Was it? That looked a little uh, like a uh, scary. I didn't watch that. Scary. You're thinking of Tusk. No, I mean, scary, like I, I was afraid it was going to get a little bit too something or other. Jesus Christ, Mean Girls, look at this cast. Like, everybody except the star became huge stars. What are you fucking talking about? I mean, you have Rachel, Rachel McAdams, Tina Fey. Rachel Faye. McAdams. <laughs> you got Rachel McAdams. You got Amanda Sifrid. Punching down again. And, no, because the, the actress who played Gretchen Wieners didn't get that famous. Gretchen Wieners? Uh, Lacey Chambert, well, she was on uh, the uh, Party of Five. Okay. Uh, I guess she was, and then, then, and she she was the original voice of uh, the daughter on um, Family Guy, and she was replaced by Mila Kunis after the first season. L- oh, really? Little, little known and little cared about facts. Well, Lindsay Lohan. Um, Lindsay Kaplan. Yes. So hot. Amanda Seyfried. 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 Lizzie Cap. Lizzie Cap. Did I mention that already? Several or eight times? Yes. I can't okay. believe I've seen this fucking movie. Which one? No, I really can't. Mean either. Girls. Mean Girls. Oh, I didn't know Lizzie was in that. Yeah. Lizzie. Oh, yes, are you uh... with you? Yeah, you didn't see it. Yeah. I, I take I all the shit. What are your top three? Uh, what's his name? Kevin Tusk, Smith Tusk, movies. Tusk. Tusk. Shall I see Tusk? I haven't seen Tusk. Uh, no, I, I think, I mean, Red State. Oh, my God. Our, our, the podcast has just been cut from the airwaves. What happened? How did that happen? I didn't know he listened. He just has a. Have you seen Red State? Red State's fucking awesome. Yeah, Red State is really good. I haven't seen it. Is it on Paramount Plus? Um, I'm just all right, I'm going to find out. No, I think Tyson is right. He says any film that um, develops a cult following can be a cult film. There you go. So take well, that, that is actually the definition of a cult film. Yeah, but it's it's fun to talk about like these definitions because there's no one definition. So um, okay. uh, JP says that a cult film makes me think of something like Donnie Darko, which I think is sure. qualifies, um, even though it had like uh, some big stars in there, like. Drew Barrymore, also a producer. Uh, Evil Dead 2 in the room. Evil Dead 2 is... Evil Dead 1 is a great cult film. Saw it in the drive-in. Um, Cronenberg, Cronenberg films. Anybody see... Cronenberg. 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 Isn't that a, isn't that a, isn't that a, a city in Denmark? Cronenberg? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a Canadian city because David Cronenberg is Canadian. Marty, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, um, so 
So I don't think this is the right red state. Did, did Kevin Smith direct it? Yeah. Yep. Because what comes up on Just Watch is Dan Costalese's red state. No, That's it's from 2011. It's John Goodman, Michael Angarano is in it. Yeah, there's some great performances. In Melissa it. Leo is in it. Melissa Leo. Oh, my God, I didn't know Nicholas Brown was in this. How cute. Is this Melissa Leo is so scary. She's terrifying. Yeah, the Red State's fucking awesome. Um, Yeah, so anyhow, um, what were your top three, John? Oh, my top three uh, Kevin Smith Smith movies were Dogma. Kevin Smith. What did I say? Kevin... Yeah. Kevin Smith. Chasing Amy. Amy. Does Chasing Amy was, hold up? I, 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 the, my, listen, let me, let me explain, because you weren't in the room when I explained it. My top three Kevin Smith movies are in order Dogma, Chasing Amy, and Clerks, because those are the ones that I'm that sure I've saw. seen. Uh, but Cassandra, do you think that Chasing Amy holds up? I don't know. I haven't... <laughs> Isn't it about like um, trying to turn a lesbian? Turn a lesbian straight. Yeah, which is you, you just need a good deep dickin', right? Isn't that right? Isn't that how it works? Uh, that's really um, exactly right. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it like since like high school, so maybe it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I remember like the performance. Uh, Joey is great in that movie. And the problem with Chasing Amy, I mean, just from the top of my head, is it has Ben Affleck in it, so that might be problematic because why? of the Ben the Ben Affleck of it all. Just because his head is so gigantic, I it might get in the way of your enjoyment. He puts him. He puts Ben Affleck in a lot of stuff. My favorite. No, I'm just trying to be snarky. Yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't work. We're kind of good at that. But my favorite Ben Affleck role is is uh, Dazed and Confused, and that's before he got his teeth capped, and so he's got these little chickless teeth, and he just looks like a he looks like the douchebag that you imagine him to be with a dragon tattoo on his back, like he he just and, and it's not fair. I mean, it's just it's all cosmetic, and and he's acting, but he plays a great asshole bully in that movie, and it, it's great. He's, he, that's my favorite role of his, by far. And it's not even that big. Speaking of uh, little inky, yucky teeth, um, we rewatched uh, the f- original Top Gun. Who has inky, yucky teeth? Tom Cruise used to have a fucked up mouth. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He did? Yeah. If you look at uh, Taps, is that what he was in, Taps? Yes, he was yeah. in Taps. And his, his teeth are all fucked up in there. So we played a drinking game with Top Gun. and Did he have fucked up teeth in Top Gun? Yeah. And yeah. I kind of wish that I would have had access to a different drinking game because there's a lot of like... <laughs> so, I mean, the one that we played was like, drink every time an airplane takes off. Drink any time that something kind of feels like it's gay like you oh know so there was plenty I'm to drink to regardless but there were some other things that we noticed that were so fucking funny about this movie there are if you ever just i recommend doing this anybody i we didn't pay for top gun i think it was around streaming out somewhere um netflix or something but um 
drink every time that someone is like really profusely sweating or like that's me right now drink literally so many shots and scenes these guys are like the makeup artist went all right touch-ups like these guys are soaking wet with sweat in almost every fucking scene and then you're supposed to drink every time that two men have a conversation with each other but never look at each other it's the anti-bechdel test there's so many fucking times where there's like a scene happening but someone is looking out a window the whole time or speaking to each other like by using a mirror because like the masculinity in this movie like they can't just look at each other so it's fucking hilarious. Did you watch both the the Maverick and the original? I haven't seen the new one yet. We were doing this because we wanted to see the new one, but we were quarantining so that I didn't lose my job, my so commercial. How did you like the old one? In I love the old one. Like twenty whatever whatever thirty something years later. I love it. I think it's a fun movie. It's short. It's it's a good enough movie. They play the same song <laughs> over and over and over again. Highway You're supposed to, to drink every zone? time the Highway to the Danger Zone comes on. Um, John, can the, you give us a little bit of Danger Zone? Highway to the Danger Zone. There you I'm go. going started to the Danger Zone. As sung by Gilbert Gottfried. Thank you, John. I'm never, I'm never singing again after that. <laughs> um, they, they use the same two songs over and over again. I hope that they do that in the new one, but I bet they don't. Uh, Although Lady Gaga released a real banger for the new one. So. I, I, I just love that there is a big box office. I went and saw it. Oh, How was it? What do you think? It was, a, it was a fun ride. It was good. It was good. Yeah, they have they have the uh, instead of playing. Uh, what do they play in the, the first one? The volleyball. They go on no. the beach and they play football. They play football, and it's very everybody's showing off their abs and really getting into how hot they are. That's good. Um, and uh, it's, it's spoilers. It's really got me going. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, it it's it's a it's a good good movie. Good. I yep. like I like a good popcorn movie. I went to see Doctor Strange in the Horror Zone or whatever it was called. Multiverse of uh, Danger Zone. Madnesses. Yeah. I heard yeah. that was good too. It was okay. It was good. I mean I lo- Sam Raimi is one of my favorite directors and I thought he did a lot of great stuff in there. Um For a Doctor Strange movie I heard it was good cuz yeah. last uh, well he's a good stinker. No, the last one was pretty good. I didn't like that. Was my least favorite Marvel movie. Oh, really? Well, this one, I think this one is um, is a is a uh, like a roller coaster ride. But then you're done. You go, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. That was no. It could have been a lot better. I thought of I thought of ways to make it better within an hour of seeing it. Oh, look at you. Well, wow. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen, I think is was great. I think she's she's such, a great actress. She's such a good actress. I, but I her character arc is terrible and dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible, as we say in New Hampshire. Terrible. Terrible. Right. Well, which which Elizabeth Olsen? I would, th- you know, that we don't need to get into that. No. No. 
I don't get it. Oh, it's uh, multiverse the multiverse of madness. So there's a couple of different people who show up, but there's the one who is basically criminally insane. And I think, can we right. not agree, people, that we are now past the point where bad guys can just be criminally insane in comic book movies? Now that we've seen 25 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies just on their own. I mean, we have to have something more, people, than just the criminally insane. Well, that's what The Boys is. Well, I don't watch The Boys. It's so no. dumb that I can't watch it. Oh, it. I mean, I've been. I've read the comic books, and they're they're just profane. Profane. I was I was watching profane. The Boys, and then I realized I don't like any of these characters. And I don't like the story, and I don't like the way it's made, and I'm not enjoying myself. Maybe I should stop watching it. And then I watched a couple more episodes, and then I stopped. Oh, well, you're a better man than I am. Um, the boys. I w just <laughs> want to say that uh, we did watch Hacks, and Kruger said oh, that, that was a great one. Yeah, Kruger said that he didn't like it. He's like, eh. I didn't like it either. It was the one thing Kruger and I agreed on. I thought it's great. I thought that. I thought it was fun. Yeah, Gene Smart is so fun to watch she's so, i would watch so her good. read the phone book and i stopped watching that but I, maybe I, I listen everybody else likes it i'm gonna give it another chance Why i just like i it? just find anything that's about writing comedy it's it oh, gets weird well, and annoying like is like why don't they just why why aren't they like saying doing anything funny but if you ignore that part like that she's not doing anything funny like and, and get to the drama between the two of them it's very funny it's very it ends up being about so much more too it's like i mean it's uh, you know it kind of talks about how joan rivers got fucked over because she's playing a joan rivers type of person yeah, it's sure. good yeah 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 and just i just i just it was the first two episodes were all about how to craft a joke and it was just oh, like, no no <laughs> it's re really not uh about that and there's nothing none of the jokes made me think like oh that's hilarious um and i think that that is a testament to how hard it is to make comedy like to do stand-up comedy but the actual interactions between the two of them are great and they're both fantastic actors there you so, go yeah uh, and there's a lot of other sh like shitty acting in there but it did you um did you watch the second season that just came out? Is yeah. that why you're talking about it? And uh, so it's, no, it's no, I, I, I watched them. There's all a together. new season of Hacks. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oops. Yeah. Oops, you're behind. Oops. Um, so I guess you have homework too. I'll be watching Mean Girls. And speaking, speaking of homework, of homework we what? we <laughs> assigned homework to each other. Yeah. So uh, f many moons ago, we. This is uh, back in uh, 1997. Yeah, yeah. I um, might have been 98. I, I, I can't remember. But uh, around then, 97. Let's, I, I will give you the benefit of the doubt. And it was 97. And we said like, oh, we should do something just to... The goal was to get... I, I think we, we were reading. Refer, oh, we can't something. remember. We can't remember what the but goal is. Just move along, it, it and let's all admit that we didn't do the things except me. I did them. Okay, so we assigned tasks to each other to do, uh, and it was uh, the idea is to get out of your comfort zone and to do things that are um, just to, just to stir things up and to to engage with the world around you and not just to be in your shell. Yeah. Um, so, John, what were you tasked to do? I was supposed to uh, walk five miles three times, 
and write a love song. Okay, and you walked five miles three times. I walked five miles three times, and I wrote a love song. Okay, do you want to do to to play the love song? I didn't record the love song, do but you I I did it? write it, and uh, I I have to find it. So, um, see if I I can find it. I might have written it down in the notebook. All right, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. All right, and I I did prep you about this in the email. Don't 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 give me that excuse. It's not an excuse. It's really just pointing a finger at you and like, what the fuck? I prefer to think of it as an excuse. I'm just changing. I'm not making an excuse. I'm asking... right, but I'm pretending that you are. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. This is something I learned. I was in New York for a day, and I learned this kind of thing where you sound like you're saying you're you're arguing what you're actually agreeing. You, you turn... No, 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 no. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. Absolutely. No way. Oh, my God. It's just like Thanksgiving all over again. Uh, Yeah. I'm, uh, so move on. I'll see if I can find my uh, this, this song that I wrote. Cassandra, what were you tasked to do? Um, read a book by Terry Pratchett. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, I'm. I have a couple um, on my library app that I'm just. They're on hold. Oh so, yeah, because he's popular. Yeah, so I have the carpet people. Oh, that's a good one. Is what the internet says to start with. So I, it's, I like literally just waiting for it to be available for me to read. Okay, so it's and then the other thing I was supposed to do was bake cookies for bake cookies for someone in my. Like a neighbor. neighbor. How'd that go? I don't want to. (laughs) How about instead you just bake cookies for me? Okay. All right, good. Wait, what? I just, yeah, I like, I don't know how to, it's hard for me, you know, if I come across as like friendly or social, like it's all not real. Okay, well then, then I have to get to know people, and then I'm comfortable in these situations. But to put myself out there in such a way with someone who like will not like will always be available, like they're going to be like, like I just don't want to. I think know. you might have missed out on the spirit of this exercise, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, then, but then you have to do something more than make cookies for John. You have to make him. You have to bake him a frosted cake. I know I want cookies. I don't want a cake. I hate cake. Doesn't matter. It's not for you. I'm the one who assigned this to her. Why are you so mean? Like, what is it? Were no, you it's... dropped in your head as a child or something? Oh or my god! You are you kidding? As you, you dro- were, were you dribbled? The were you dribbled like a basketball? Of this? Jesus, John. What's the spirit that I have to meet someone out here? No, it's just like it's to to do something out of your comfort zone. That's the whole point. But, but do something that's out of your comfort zone. Like not, stick, so, stick something up your butt. That I don't like fit. really like bake cookies in general. Like I'm not very good at baking. Okay, well so. then, okay, then you can bake cookies for John. All right, but you don't. John doesn't get to choose what kind. Now, if you said make cupcakes for neighbors, yeah, I could have done it because I'm. I make God a good damn cupcake. It. I make you a make good cupcakes. cupcake. I but I don't up. fucking. I've never make really cupcakes for the neighbors. No, you can't change it. Too, too it's late. too late. No, it's a new one. No. Oh, you fell into the trap, Cassandra. Now you have to make cupcakes. No. (laughs) 
I'm criminally insane. All right. A super villain. <laughs> John, how's what that? did you have to do, Marty? Yeah, Marty. Yeah, Marty. I have, was. You don't remember, do you? And you didn't do it, did you? I was supposed you to. Little mix. I was supposed to tie dye t shirts and write a short story. I'm yeah. In, I'm in the middle of the short story. You're in the middle of the short story. It's been like four months. Okay. Do you know how okay. art works, John? <laughs> no. If I knew how art works, would I be on this podcast? Yeah. There you go. Did you tie that shirt, though? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think he did. Here it comes. So I I did several shirts. Um, That is Good job. No, no. I have them. I made ones for each of you. And you really? Get to pick, yeah. Of course, this one I'm I'm keeping. This this is the one I'm. He's keeping the nice one. Well, no, it's not That's the nice. Good. one. It's the one I like. Because it, it, it's nice. That's a really good. good one. Wow, I can't wait to see the other one. Yeah. Cool, Marty. I want the one these that you Twitter. I'll put these all on Twitter. It's fun, right? It's totally fun, and it it doesn't require that much effort or cost. Especially no. if you do the the for, oh you, you, did a, you did like four. Yeah, yeah. This is the the first one. I didn't show it in a good way, but and this will, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna put these all online. Yeah, I, yeah. That's nice. I like them. All done I with like different them. styles, and you guys guys can pick which ones you like. So, okay. That's really good. Yeah, and then yeah, good and, job. And uh, still working on the short story. Um, I just I'll bring in my uh, I'll 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 record the uh, the song and bring it in next time. I uh, don't have it with it, me. It's not I, just a I song. Love song. Love song. You know what it is? Is that like if I bake cookies for one neighbor, it's going to be like that neighbor's going to think I like them better than the other neighbors. You know. Yeah, because they talk in the in the neighbor con- the non the the conclave Ooh. where that you're not invited. It's called the not Cassandra neighbor conclave. These N C N C. Do you know your neighbors, Cassandra? Kind of like there's a couple that I know, but like barely. And I don't. I just like. Cassandra, I've it seems always like there's a lot of shame around this neighbor. I know. Jesus. You want to talk more about like, that? Yeah. yeah. It's let's, honestly let's, been a thing like that. ever since I lived in LA let's that I just that. really don't, I don't talk to or socialize with my neighbors. And I was like, oh, this is an LA thing. And wait, what's an LA thing? Knowing your neighbors? Not talking or to your not neighbors. Talking to your neighbors. Not knowing your neighbors or talking to them. Oh. Yeah, that's why I like. I talk to my neighbors at least well, once a year. Well, because you knew your neighbors before you you moved there. That's not true, Marty. I'm talking about the people who live next to me. Okay, I'm sorry, not the one. one I just over. waved to them. I waved to them today. And like I'll said wave hi. to my neighbors. I'll say hi. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't want to talk. I'm my my uh, my neighbor um, to to my right. Um, is so much better at being a homeowner than I am that I don't like to talk to him because he makes me feel inadequate. Uh, that's fair. Also, like, maybe <laughs> my, my, wife, my wife makes me feel like such a lesser, like, homeowner than me that I, I don't want to talk to her. If I didn't live in, like, a condo building, it might be different, you know? Uh, because the, you have a shared fiduciary concern, so you don't want to... You're in business with these people, ultimately. Yeah. 
if I was living in like a home like you guys do, like maybe it would be easier for me to like, hi, I'm your next door neighbor. Here's a plate of cookies. I don't want to cross talk, but could you talk a little bit about your um, why you're banned from um, talking during the um, HOA meetings? HOA meetings. Because right. we talked about on Trashy Trashy, and I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life. So I, could you... <laughs> What is it I'm that not, happens? I'm not allowed. Okay, so, so to give some some background, Mazda owns the condo, right? Yes. And and you, you don't you, you let her let her sell it. You you don't you can okay, just, just let her tell get, it. I'm just trying to get some background. I'm just I think she can do that. She's perfectly capable. Look at her. She's she has two legs, two arms, and a mouth. Oh, I've never been reduced that way. Um, we didn't my, say brain, okay? So don't don't go crazy. My fiance and I own a condo, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and um, let me just ask the Steve question: Is your name on the uh, on the mortgage? Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Keep going. Um, I've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, and. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but, uh, so we'll do the HOA meetings, which are all on zoom because of COVID and HOA the, is, uh, home homeowners association. association. Yeah. Just let her talk, John. Jesus. <laughs> and, um, every once in a while, like someone will chime in with some crazy fucking shit or just pull up some drama. And I always want to stir the pot, uh-huh. um, because I think it's fun. So, like, if someone says something just insane or, like, really, like, blunt and not, like, in a professional sense, I tell Maz, I'm like, push push the uh, clapping hands reaction. Like, clap for her. And uh, he's like, this is real life. <laughs> we can- <laughs> I like how he's just, like, chastises you. Like, because I mean, he's it's good because if it were me, I would like turn on my camera and be like, uh huh, uh huh. (laughs) Like, even if I don't agree with them, just because I want, I like when they go fucking nuts and they fight. And I like when it's like one person, one of the homeowners is on camera, but you can see someone else, like their partner, like pacing behind them mad. I'm like, I want to do what I have to do to get that woman to start talking because <laughs> she's going nuts. Like, just like, uh, you have a question. And then the, the, you know, maybe like the guy will be like, um, so we were noticing something about the pool and then she'll dip her head in and be like, it's disgusting. And I'm like, clap, clap, clap. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, uh, more on that, please. Do it. <laughs> um, I love the drama, but uh, so I'm not allowed. We don't have our camera on ever. Oh, my God. The entire time, and I do not have access to the computer. Okay, so this is not the HOA at at play. This is Mazda at play. Yeah, no, no, the HOA has not banned me. They they can't. But um, maybe, honestly, baking cookies for the crazy ones. Oh, this, there you go. Might be, that way. Achieve my results. Oh my god! Do you you make out and like and like I address them. Yeah, from someone else. Yeah, like now we're talking. Yeah, like 
oh, of like, here's some cookies. Thanks for being the one person who didn't vote to fix the elevator. Well, we only have so much money in the reserve and... Yeah. Or just like, or like bake cookies for like one of the younger people and just be like, I live on a fixed income, love anonymous. And like, just really like make someone. Okay. I gave you the youngest opportunity person to make this happen, that. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Like a witch. And here's the great thing is that no one will ever figure out it's you because no one listens to this podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. hurts. Oh, no. Uh, well, I, I th- saying something on this podcast is like putting something in the second page of the search results of Google. No one will ever see it. Uh, so, John, how was it um, walking in that that distance and and writing that song? Was it, it was it was it uh, a challenge for you? Was it interesting? Was it fun? Uh, the uh, walking was. Um, I was very. It was it took a, it was hard and it took a long time. Yeah. And um, and I was surprised because I used to be in better shape. Um, so I was really glad that I did that. And I want to continue to do that. Um, and then uh, writing the song. I mean, I, I it's not hard for me, but I don't do it. You know. Have you so, written a love song before? No, I haven't written a love song before. And th- and it was easy for you to do that. That that to me seems like it's easy for me to to write uh, some lyrics. It was uh, once I came up with the the, the idea, it was it wasn't it wasn't hard. Uh, and just so was, everyone knows that I know that John has a modicum of musicality, so I knew that he could he could at least put. I think that's I think that's accurate. I think a modicum is the way a modicum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a a minor modicum. Oh my god! Modicum is a good what word. To your lights. All I'm, just, I'm just. I'm. 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 I'm watching Mean Girls. I can, oh, nice! I can see the features of your face now. Uh, all right. Well, I. I think that this is this is a worthwhile thing because it was fun to do tie dyeing, and I never would have done it. And I'm still. Well, you're very talented at it. I've never seen such beautiful tie dye for a first time tie dyer. Well, wait till you see it up front, and you might have a second. Uh, thought about oh but actually um, there's a reason why we're doing this remotely today mm. and and i was so excited because i was going to see you guys in person and like i had set all the mics up and then i got an email from john saying hey, about that i just slept with a guy who had covid go on and then cassandra i mean just being exposed to people with COVID, I got exposed to COVID when I was on set too. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's uh, it's hitting. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a part of me that because I've gone this long without catching it. Yeah. That I'm kind of like, maybe I should just get it. Like if yeah. I because I have a lot going on in July that mm-hmm. COVID would really fuck up. And I'm like, oh, like, like when seems- you mentioned that you may have been exposed to COVID, I'm like. I would like to see John mm-hmm. and get that COVID from him. Well, because mine would be friendly, you know. My 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 COVID would be very nice. The nice, right? Type. I mean, I don't know, and I'm sad that that's where um, it's gotten. But well, the, the 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 strain that's going around right now is 
incredibly contagious apparently and and seems to be very very mild compared to two years ago uh-huh. i just went to my college reunion and i already mentioned that i had a really 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 extremely good time yeah it was, it was really wonderful I, I had some great long talks with some people i haven't seen in a long time and i also danced with people i'd never met before for like two hours to all kinds of music from, you know, when I was 20, <clears throat> which was the best music. And um, if I got COVID from that, because I wasn't very, I wasn't safe. We were, in, we were outdoors under a tent, but we were outdoors under a tent and we we're crowded together. So it didn't really, it was, it was, it was the same as being indoors. It's a big uh-huh. tent. And, and uh, if I got COVID from that, I don't really regret it. If, if it's the mild version that everybody I know is getting, because I've, I've known so many, I mean, I mean, I, I knew like four people who got COVID in two years and over the past three months, I've known almost, you know, like 30 or 40 people. That's how it was for me too. I knew barely anybody who got COVID, like maybe like two or three people who got COVID initially and when it was really bad. And then once it got like, once it got easier, it was like, now I'm, oh, no. What? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. The, the thing, the thing that, that is true is that if I get COVID from this trip, <clears throat> then I won't be able, I'm going to England to, to see Yogi for like a week. Wait, wait. I don't know. We don't use his name. Well, if that happens again, please don't point it out that way. Dork, um, I'm going to England to visit I'm to visit dork. somebody to visit my dork, um, and uh, um, and I won't be able to because if I test positive, I won't be able to get on the flight. Still, I won't be able to go to school and teach. You know, there'll be a, a disruption that'll be even, and and I'll probably from what I hear, I'll feel terrible. Terrible, as they say in New Hampshire. So anyway, but it's Cassandra, a weird thing. You, you haven't gotten it, have you? No, I'm one of the very few people who I know who has not gotten it. I, I think and all of us are. Yeah, yeah. I do know a lot of people who have like been super adjacent to it, like their spouse or partner or roommate has gotten it, but then they somehow managed to duck it for some reason. Um. So, well, yeah, uh, I'm good for us, and I'm and good for you for both of you for being responsible and saying like, oh, we should do this remotely. When I was like super excited to see you both in person, uh, and would have done uh, it didn't make sense, but I would have done it, and that's on me. But you guys were more level-headed than I am. Um, in the news, yeah, you're crazy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I'm wacky. Like that. Did you guys follow the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial? Like it was in the news nonstop, and I I did not really. I didn't. I just, either. I just saw the headlines, and it. it mm-hmm. I I found it really distasteful, and like that it was live, and that like there were hours broadcast every day, and everybody on Reddit and other 
media outlets, whatever social media outlets, were just like just gloating in the fact that Amber Heard was like crazy. I, I whatever. Not I wouldn't say I don't know enough to diagnose her as crazy. I don't know if that's an actual diagnosis, but she you don't she it is. lied and she was caught in some lies and she was found liable for fifteen million dollars and he was liable for only four million dollars and everybody on the internet seemed to celebrate like, oh, this is like such a huge blow. Is it because that she was like she's like so like this generically attractive white girl like like who was like caught in a lie and made to pay eleven million dollars or so like dollars? did she fucking lie? I mean, I don't know. It just seems like two horrible fucking people who well, had a really bad thing. divorce that was televised. Yes, yeah. And I don't and people are saying, Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna set back the Me Too movement. No, these are two like like she also had really shitty lawyers yes yes and and but it was weird just people were delighting in that she lost but like he was found liable for four million dollars that makes him a four million dollar asshole and she's a 15 million dollar asshole so they're two assholes like they were deemed by a court to be assholes i think i don't know if this is true but like that where they were having their like Virginia. Court, like there's like a certain cutoff on how much money a person has to pay anyways, like in like the $750,000 range. So like, even though she is like, owes him 15 million, she only has to pay him 750,000 well, and like vice versa. So it's like, they may as well just like made it a billion. <laughs> and the, do they get a thing- cut of the advertising from court TV? Yeah, I don't know. There must have been something because all the networks and and she was already found, or or Johnny Depp was already found in a a UK court when he filed the libel suit. Uh, He lost that case, and he was there were fourteen cases uh, or instances of of abuse that twelve of which he was found guilty for in that court. So it's like, oh, why is there no? Anyhow, who cares? But so what's so weird is we have a guest on the show and she is like was at the trial every day in support of Johnny Depp. And I'm just so crazy to like I'm just wondering like what she saw, like the logic behind it. Um, and, and she's like awestruck right now. Just like. Wh- I'm sorry, what's your name? I, 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 I totally didn't get it from our producer. <laughs> Say what? A Shellier. A Shellier. 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 A Shellier. And it's a Shellier boots. A Shellier boots. A Shellier boots. And it's funny because you never denied that Johnny Depp was an asshole, but you were still like very happy with the outcome of this. And I'm just no. He hits and he yells, but he never shits a bed. <laughs> Oh, oh so that that's what line? it was really about. That's what the that was the the crossing the line moment for you. As a shitty bed survivor. Oh. oh. It is very important for the anti-shit bed movement that this was publicly televised. And Ms. Boots, is that right? 
a Shellier boots. boots. Yes, Ms. Boots. Um, a Shellier. Uh, Madam Boots. Ma- Madam Boots. My my bad. You. Uh, do you want to go into what happened in your past when someone shot the bed for you? Uh, we don't uh, want you to go into it if it's too painful. But no, no, no. I no. we do want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. If it's really. It was know. fourteen years and a fortnight ago. Oh, I, well, that's like isn't that like seventeen years? Um, I don't. No, no. I don't know. Who knows? We'll never know. Years we'll never know. Fortnight is two weeks, I, dummy. We'll never know. Fourteen years and a fortnight ago, I was leaving the bar with a handsome stranger. Oh, those handsome strangers! They'll get you. Every was time. it Amber Heard? No. Oh, okay. I don't recall their name, but I'll never forget the face. Two mm. eyes, a nose, and a mouth. Oh, one of those. Are you sure it wasn't J- John Sylvain? Two eyes, Two eyes, a nose. I got four eyes. And a mouth. Wow. All right. Not John Sylvain. I Sorry. took this stranger back to my lair. Your lair? My lair. What city was this in? Missouri. <laughs> Missouri City? La- not okay. Laramie. Lair. All right. You took you took the stranger back to your lair. And then, uh, you know, I... You, Missouri, you could, Connecticut. Oh, Missouri, I've been there. A small I, town. Yeah. Yeah. Great clam strips. Yeah. The clam strips... We're part of the problem. Oh, they always are. <laughs> if you got the bad clam strips, then this all makes sense. I so took this stranger back into my lair, and I said, "May I get you a drink and some clown, some crab, crab and clam strips?" Crab and clam strips. You and I had out. both on hand from an early morning fishing trip. Ah, I am a fisherman. Uh, well, I could tell by your voice. Yeah. So, Yard. You have a fish. So you have really, a fisherman's accent. <laughs> like this had nothing to do with Johnny Depp being Johnny Depp. This really was just about protecting anybody. About trauma, from, tra- trauma. I can't protecting say that anybody from oh, the from handsome trauma, stranger. Mighty. The handsome stranger with two eyes, a nose, and a mouth accepted my drink, crab, and clam strips. In that order, he said, "I'll take a a scoop of rum in a boot." And I served him up with it, a scoop of rum in a boot. And wh- wh- who's, wh- wh- what boot a was that? A scoop of rum in a boot? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what boot was this? A boot is a glass. Oh, okay. I thought it was an, a, a shoe of sorts, but um, I'm sorry. No, a boot is a glass in Fisherman. <laughs> okay, go on. He drank the rum, and then he scooped the crab up with his hands <laughs> to show me what he wanted to do to me. And I said, eat it up, handsome stranger. And he, he gobbled it up, and it was exciting. And then he went for the clam strips. Is, are we speaking in euphemisms or actual clam strips? He was, it was a euphemism if he was eating the crab like he wanted to eat the puss. But then he just really did eat clam strips right. for energy. Okay. Or the sex. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well. This sounds good so far. Later that night, after we had consummated our night, we got married. <laughs> oh, well, that's beautiful. 
All right, that's a great story. Only on the sea. Oh, so a captain married you? I am a captain. So you married yourself? Oh. I do it when I'm drunk. Madam Captain. Oh, how often have how many times have you been married? You lost track? Twenty. 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 That's quite a few. He okay. was my fourteenth and a fortnight husband. What? Okay. Um, he had sex and consummated the marriage uh-huh. so that I could take him for half of what he was worth. In gold. Oh, smart. Yeah. This is all and one night. Yes. Okay. Nights are long. Uh, apparently. When you're a shore woman. A, a longshore woman? The, the sun goes up. The sun goes down. And yeah. it takes a long time to get up again. Just like that old sea shanty says. Oh, yeah, I know that one. How does the go, one that John? goes, the sun goes up and the sun goes down and it takes a long time now. Pull! Sun goes up and the sun goes down and it brings a, a tear to now. my eye every oh! time I hear it. A tear oh. to my eye. Yeah, me too. I'm there he was in the, the bed and he says, yeah. Lassie. Uh, oh, yeah, he said, The Lassie. clam strips are making me sick. <laughs> and I said, you shut your two eyes, your nose, and your mouth. I made those, and I've never messed up a batch of clam strips. And he said, I want to annul the marriage. And I said, you can't. We've already consummated. And then he shit on my bed. That's horrific. After that. Do you think it was out of spite or out of just biological necessity? I don't know. Oh, you never. You probably never talked to him again, huh? He left. Yeah, he, he left. He took your boat. He took my boat. Is that the boat that you go on the water, or the boat that you put on your foot? No, that's the called a glass. It's called a glass. Oh. oh, I thought it was the one that, on the water. Oh, jeez. He took, he took my your boat. He took my boat fishing boat. It, you, is that the one that goes on the water, or the one that goes on your foot? My foot. Your fishing boat. He only took one of them. Did he take two of them? You've got a boot, which a is boot? a glass. A glass a boat. A boat. Which is what you call a shoe. Okay, then oh. what do you what do you what do you float, what do you in float on, on? Water? Car. <laughs> yeah. I think I just had a stroke. Uh, <laughs> I get it now. I and then he drove me. away in my car. Oh and all he, he did drove away in your car? And then all he did was leave me with this bed full of shite. He left after shitting the bed, he left you and with so, the shit. And so you became a crusader after that. I said this should never, ever happen to anyone again. No, it should Johnny Depp. It was really gross to clean up, and I've gutted the best fish of them all. You've wow. gutted the best fish. You it mean was it was grosser. worse than gutting fish? Yes. You know I can really believe that. And you so, how do you state. think your efforts help Johnny Depp uh, escape? Uh, Oh, a lot of people were talking about it, Marty. I mean, they were talking about it all over TMZ and Zippity Doodah and Reddit and Jacket and, and Sleep It and Whack It, all the different platforms, TikTok and TalkTuk and Insta Wakla Wak. I'm being sued because I dressed up like Jack Sparrow one day. Oh, by Disney? Uh, by Disney. Oh, geez, that's terrible. But I think I helped. Well, and I think I that, know you helped. I heard that the, the jurors were talking about it. 
Your the jurors. Jurors. I the jurors. The rural ones. These jurors. Who are rural? The rural jurors. I made eye contact one. with the jurors. All right. Uh, can you say it's a trauma, Marty? Five times fast. What does this have to do with the jurors? Are you, are you telling me to do that, or she has to say? She's saying anybody tries to say. It's a trauma. It's a trauma. It's Marty. a trauma. It's a no, trauma. it's a trauma, Marty. You have to say it's a trauma, Marty. It's a trauma, Marty. It's a trauma, Marty. There you go. All right. Well, Thanks. anyhow, I, I, Madam Boots, I'm I'm really happy that your efforts. I shell your boots. I shell, I shell your boots. I'm so glad that your efforts like yielded um, the the outcome that you wanted. Yeah. Never yeah. again will someone be able to shite out their arse anywhere but a toilet or off the side of a car. <laughs> A boat for the Americans out there. A boat is what she means. Uh, but yes, that's that's or a car. Oh, okay, or a car. What, uh, is what do you mean, or a car? A car is a boat. A car <laughs> is on the water, and a Never plane mind. is on the land. The a other plane? thing, th what flies in the sky? God. Okay. <laughs> I took a god to. Uh, I'm gonna take a, a god up to north to to Northern California later for a wedding. And, oh, you, you know. should fly God Southwest. <laughs> Southwest God. Or, Southwest God. Godways. Um, all right. Uh, Godlines. Uh, Southwest Godlines is the way to go. They have a really good um, mileage club. They've got a forty percent sale right now. Oh, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Southwest Godlines. Are you going to pay me into blooms? <laughs> We're going to pay you in shite. You're paying me in shite? Yeah. I'll go, take the wood go. from your house plank by plank. All right. Yeah. Marty, you don't want to get this, no. this uh, person upset. I Just pay I... her into blooms. A shillier boots. You're going to get half of all, all the revenue we get from this episode. John. I'll what? take it. What, what's her name again, John? Shelia Boots. All right. Uh, we, uh, the other thing in the news that I noticed is that, like, we're in an economic sort of downturn. We are? Uh, well, at least with the stock market. And, oh. You know, uh -oh. which is, doesn't really affect me, I guess, because I don't have any money in the stock market. Um, but um, also there's, like... Uh, um, John, are you involved in the stock market at all? Involved? I own it. No, I'm not involved. I have money in the stock market. Oh, all right. Should I, I leave? Oh, no. Yeah, Ashley, uh, thank you very much. Boots, uh, thank you for, for joining us. And uh, if you can just just point the, the mic back to Cassandra. You don't want to hear more about my opinions of the stock market. The stonks? Uh, we'll get to the stonks. You can be fine if yeah, you, you, can if you want in, to stick around. You can jump just, in later, yeah, for sure. Around. A cellular. That, that'd be great. I mean, whatever's going to happen is it's, uh, it's 9.24 and I'm completely sleep deprived. So it's crazy. You told me that we were going to be doing my interviewed earlier. Um, and then you made me wait until nearly when the end of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But we have another guest. So don't worry about that. Uh, and because. But we're so tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yet 
we still have six more minutes, so here we go. Who's the guest? Oh, well, you know, I, I don't know if you've been following the, the stonks market, but uh, Bitcoin is worth like half of its all-time high. Oh, uh, yeah, Bitcoin, yeah. yeah it's, just a bit, it's just a bit of Bitcoin now. Uh, yeah, it's half of a Bitcoin. John, did you invest in Bitcoin at all? Uh, yeah, I did a little tiny bit. Oh, nice. Well, it's more than me. Uh, Ethereum is is forty percent of what it used to be at its peak, and we yeah. have a, we have a guest who lost a hundred and fifty thousand dollars of their own money uh-huh. buying Game Stock, uh, GameSpot stock back mm-hmm. when the stonk market was like going you know uh, gangbusters but bought yeah. a little late and then and then they also bought an nft uh of a used kleenex that they thought was from skrillex for a hundred and eighty thousand dollars but it it wasn't uh skrillex's yeah. and even if it had been it turned out it was a random kleenex but if it had been skrillex's kleenex um it still wouldn't have been worth one hundred and eighty thousand dollars because Skrillex mm-hmm. isn't really mm-hmm. a thing. But, um, but anyhow, he's he's on the uh, John. If you can just give him the mic. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey guys. Oh. Hey man, what's up, man? How's it going? Oh, uh, what, what's what's your name? <laughs> I don't like to give my real name. But you can call me Jack Sparks. That's what the guys on the board call me. <laughs> Jack Sparks on, on Jack Sparks, yeah, that's like my nickname, you know. But I don't like to give my real name for legal reasons, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and <laughs> and so you've taken out a second mortgage out on your grandparents' home to, mortgage <laughs> to buy. To that buy. was last year. I'm on well, seventh. Okay, but, I'm on the seventh mortgage okay, of my grandparents, okay, okay, both sides, okay, and my but, aunts, but, my uncles. What is it? What to, to buy Bitcoin and Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah. What makes Bitcoin, you think love that, it? Love it. It's gonna go up. It's gonna go up. It's gonna go. Okay. Up what makes you think that this is going to, to this investment is going to pay off given the rise of inflation and the giant dips in the stock market you gotta believe man don't stop believing you say this negative shit and it gets you know it gets people in a negative frame of mind man and so you can't like stay in that kind of negative form of uh, thinking man okay it's got to go back up or else <laughs> so how much I, should you invest well you know uh that's an interesting question that i'm not exactly comfortable answering because it's i don't know it's kind of a lot because what happens is i took my own money i had my own money which was like two hundred thousand dollars and i put it in and then well, it went mostly away. Uh, so, but that the reason it went mostly away, man, is because the price went down so low that you had to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I took out a mortgage on my house, on, on your and I bought more. Your grandparents' yeah, house. My no, I get my. I'm telling the story, man. Oh, All right, I'll okay. jump to the head. Right, but I'll jump ahead, and, and I I got my grandparents got you know when i got the if i i've it's leveraged man it's just leverage man all the big people do it man how do you think uh, elon musk got to be a billionaire man leverage man so how much are you worth on paper now um i don't like to do that kind of thing because it gets into imaginary numbers <laughs> imaginary yeah, you know, the square root of negative one is an imaginary number, man. And so if you do the math Your right. net worth is a square root? Or is it, or is it a really negative number? Man. What? Is it a negative number? 
It's square root of a negative number, man. So it's imaginary. I've got imaginary negative net worth. <laughs> but it's all come back, man. It's all come back. It's so all come if back. you were to give some advice to the young investors who are listening right now. Don't. Oh, but I, I mean, would, don't. I mean, don't you make in, more money if wouldn't that it? raise oh. the price of yeah, Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, man. You're right. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen to me, everybody. Everybody listening? Buy Bitcoin. Buy it. Buy it. Buy more of it. Buy it. Yes, buy it. Please. I don't know if he knows anything about... Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's... What do you mean? Really. Um, just kind of crazed. Uh, I'm, I'm not crazed. Well, how are you living your life right now? Uh, well, I'm really paying attention to everything around the world, like 24-7. But how so I, I have to stay up like 24-7. There's so much information out there. You've got to absorb it all if you really want to know what's going on. And you really want to get a sense of like how to get back in the game. You know, I just need a little bit of scratch. I'm good, man. I'm totally good. I don't. Wait, why do you keep snorting? I don't keep snorting, do I? Oh my! Oh my! Uh, I got a little bit of uh, deviated uh, symptom. That's what it is. Yeah, your whole persona is changing. Oh, I'm coming down a little bit. <laughs> wow! I think we caught you at an uptime, and and maybe you should just take a little nap now and just give the, uh, the mic back to to John. That guy's nuts. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. That guy, I, that guy needs help. Um, we didn't even get a question in. I know. It was just he really like, just talked for like six minutes straight. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. It made our lives easier, you know. It's true. Um, well, he's still here if you have any questions. No, 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 we're good. No, no, no. We're good. No, we're good. No. We're good. We're good. Uh, I got a couple emails just really quick. I, I don't Marty. Even... No, we're, we're almost done. We're almost done. Um, so Evan says, are you all aware that your favorite guest, Peter WG, is cheating on you? I hear that snake's voice on a recent episode of Doughboys. Doughboys? Doughboys? Doughboys. Doughboys. How dare you? How dare right. you, Peter WG? We, 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 you sound like uh, more not, than one podcast. We're not exclusive. Oh. Okay. Well, all right. Th thanks for getting my back on that one, guys. You're welcome. Uh, the nerve of you, some people, whatever happened to podcast loyalty, a anyhow. Never existed. Unnecessary. Okay. Well, you can listen to Evan. He's on um, an episode of A Little Off the Top that cool. is on, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's a, it's a barbershop um, podcast. And oh, really? Yeah. So it's, um, you know, wh where are you going to get better conversation than at the barbershop? It's true. Uh, Corey, we're almost done. We're not. We're not yawning to send a signal. We're yawning because we're tired. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, Corey says, "Who would we want to join Nooner to replace Steve's spot?" Uh, Steve's spot is still here. You know, Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks, and we we have an open offer to him. And, and we're waiting for him to get back to us. Aquafina. Uh, yeah, Aquafina. Um, Oprah Winfrey. She's not that funny. No. But she's a good Either conversationalist. Yeah. <laughs> Aquafina is very funny. Uh, I'm, 
yeah all right all right um but uh, yeah i i think she she's great michelle rodriguez um you left the fridge open yeah dummy michelle rodriguez jeez um all right well hey everybody it's so great to see everybody back here um and hopefully we're all going to be in the clear so we can meet again soon in irl uh, so, in the meanwhile, like, uh, why don't you guys give a little plug for anything that's going on? Trashy, trashy, skip the week. Yeah. Because you were all Hollywood, and um, that funny lady had friend f- family in town. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. John, what's going on with you? That was last week, though. We'll have another one on Monday. All right. Everyone, every Monday, check trashy, on trashy. Monday. Trashy, trashy. What, what's the? Is it trashy, trashy dot com? Trashy, trashy podcast. I'm sorry, com. am I boring you? You know what? I have to pee so bad. Okay, all right. That's why you're yawning. Um, <laughs> yeah, my bladder is a uh, link to my yawns. All right, John. Ever heard of it? Do you have anything to report? I I don't have anything right now except that I'm going to England sometime in the near future. Ah, I'm so excited. In for fact, you. I'm going to be. Uh, I don't know if I'll be available next Tuesday. Oh my God! Oh, you you might be in England. I might be on a plane to Take be this in off England air. in the summertime with my love, close to the edge. Tick, 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 tick. All right, that's I will. Uh, I will let you know. And uh, uh, bye, everybody. All right, hold on just a second. I next gotta Tuesday. Get... Wait, wait. wait. Oh, See you. No, no, wait, next wait. No, Tuesday. this is Kruger's show. Fuck. See you next Tuesday. And see you next that buck. Go on and go on and then the pimp that buck. Pimp, pimp that fuck. You're gonna go to the store and you're gonna pimp that. I don't know if this is the right one. And you're gonna go. It's the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Radio Tuesday Night Live, right in your ear pussy hole, hosted by Marty Gale, grad, part time actor. Getting a real job was a fear of the Then you have the mean one, first name Steve, last name Kruger. Warn all your friends, it's just a sense of humor. And John, sent us from the dawn of time. Carrying too many keys was his only crime. Cassandra the Coos, beautiful, so many jokes. But she's never seen Star Wars and her credit score is low. So sit back, relax, two hours is not short. The only thing longer is Kevin Smith's jorts. Would be from the Grimstone of the USA. It's nooner time.